We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 145 of Married Millennials. We basically sat in bed all weekend. Well, not all weekend, but mostly. And we just read and napped. I napped. You napped too. You had a beastie nap today. We had the kind of nap where we were talking. We were actually talking about the show because we're like, okay, we're going to record the show. And we were going over what topics we wanted to cover. And next thing we know, well, for me, it was an hour later. For Justin, it was two hours later. Not. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you guys just love those Sunday mid-afternoon naps? Yeah. You had a very productive week. You're just spending time, enjoying your weekend, and the next thing you know, you're asleep. Yeah. There's nothing like a good nap. But yeah. that was funny. We were trying to brainstorm ideas. And yeah. Knocked out. Then we went on a little walk. It's nice. I, I, really I'm really, my weekends are starting to change. I should, I should say our weekends mm-hmm. are starting to change. There's just not a, as much going on in the winter months on the right. weekends. Like if you think about come summer, you're always going somewhere. Somebody's things are happening. There's party. events. Yeah. But it's like the beginning of the year, things are always a lot slower. So I'm just enjoying you know, the moments of being able to relax in the the bed and mm-hmm. it's nice the weather's nice in la right now i know there is some crazy weather coming those for those who live on the east coast and the midwest yeah. so for all of you who are please say impacted as by barney i believe i believe that's what they're calling this arctic storm is barney to stay warm stay safe um, it is oh I, oh gosh i mean i we really talk about i like the cold but i don't like the cold that much yeah <laughs> i would much rather be here in los angeles but you know in all seriousness i do hope everyone stays warm and stays safe for those who are, are impacted by the super chilly weather oh, but inside of aside from just laying in the bed we did end up going to our annual riley family dinner mm-hmm. It's our sixth annual Riley Family Dinner, believe it or not. Is that the official name for it, the Riley Family well, Dinner? That's what we are. It's the Riley Family Dinner. Okay. So we've, uh, we started this tradition about six years ago. It was my parents' ideas where all of the kids will rotate hosting dinner at their house. Mm-hmm. And so there's three of us. Yeah. And this year it was my sister's turn. I feel like that's a little bit of trivia. I don't know if people know you're one of three. Oh, I don't, if you didn't know, now you know. Yeah, he's There's a baby. three of us. I'm the youngest in the group. I have an yeah. older brother and an older sister. So this time it was my sister's turn to host, and we had a good time. It's always nice to, to get together with your family in an intimate setting and just talk. But aside from the conversation, my sister made her first real vegan meal, and it was bomb. I said, okay, so sis. So pasta. I see. You had a nice little- You weren't little... vegan last time? She didn't cook. It was my brother's. No, remember last time she no, did, we, we weren't. No, we were not. What do we have with your brother? He did- No, it was us. Oh, we had our we first had it, vegan. We okay. had it as the first year. Okay, we hosted, yeah. so we made... I'm like, I don't feel like anybody else Yeah, we made the, the jackfruit okay. sliders. Right. And then this year was my sister, and she hooked us up with a nice little pesto pasta, which was very good, and roasted vegetables. It was it was nice. I was pleasantly surprised and, and smoked it out because my sister's one of those, like, I don't know what to do. It's like, you know when folks invite you to the house? Yeah, she killed it. It's like, oh, you know, we got something vegan for you. And then they give you some potatoes and a salad. And yeah. they're like, this is vegan. I was like, guys, we can like eat more than that. that's always our example because that's exactly what, No, it was potatoes and fruit. Yeah, potatoes, fruit, and salad. That's what we always get left we with. We didn't get salad. <laughs> that, that we, we, did ha- we did get salad this, uh, at, my, at my sister's. Yes, 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 yes. 
yes. But it had an actual meal to go with it, too. Yeah, it's nice. It, it really is. But I think she understands that because she's been watching us long enough For to sure. know that you could put things together and, and make a full meal, and it's not just, you know, sides. That is true. I had an actual meal. So believe it or not, guys, you can be full. You can make meals uh, that are enjoyable. But again, it was nice to sit down with the family and, and just discuss everything under the sun. Every time we, I feel like every time my parents and I get together, or my family, I should say, we get together, we just talk about anything and kind of almost everything. Yeah. Had a lot of conversations about politics, which was yes, not did. intended. But I think what I enjoyed is I used to be so politically unaware mm-hmm. of what was going on. It was like every conversation that came up, I was able to contribute to it, mm-hmm. which was nice. Uh, but for me, what I have found out is I, I don't watch political news and commentating. Mm-hmm. I'm more so just read articles right. from various different posts, or from different outlets. Uh, and that's how I get my... My news. And from there, I can digest it. Because, you know, sometimes, like, we get our news from watching these these shows, but it's a lot of times people just giving their opinion. So you got six people on on this round table giving their opinions and thoughts about one particular subject. And if that's the case for every headline, it just becomes too much. Yeah. So I, I I can't tune into it, but I enjoy reading so I'm aware of what's happening. And then when it's me just expressing my opinion without the yeah. worries of everyone else. I have a peripheral view of what's happening in politics, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not looking right at it, but, you know, just I, I, I know what's happening out the corner of my eye. That's And that's where I'd like to be. And you're fine. I'm completely <laughs> fine with it. Like, I'm not completely ignorant, but for the most part, I'm vastly unaware of what's... Uh, not vastly unaware. I, again, I have a, enough of awareness, but not aware enough to where I feel like doom and gloom. Yeah, you know what you need to know. Yeah. But it, it is true, because once that becomes your reality, then it just swallows you completely. Exactly. And that's why I like weekends such as these where you can just sit and relax and let the day go by and, and it's it's not an issue mm-hmm. you can just read a book you can look outside and you're not worrying really about what we did we read what's going on the window and for me it's, it's really been a, a big difference because i often you know used to say that i hated staying in the bed all day and the yes. reason was is because i was always trying to do something just do 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 and now you I'm trying to what? <laughs> I'm trying to do 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 do. <laughs> I mean, I do do that too. <laughs> but Doo-doo. yeah, I've, I've moved. I've moved more so away from a lot of the doing and just trying to be. You know, as we talked about at the top of the year, my word is release and releasing the control and trying to get everything done and check things off of list. Now I'm just in a state of being and taking things a day at a time and allowing life to, to happen. It's quite enjoyable. It's very enjoyable. When I, yeah. I made the comment today, Joy always asked me, what are you thinking? And I was like, actually, I'm, I'm thinking how I'm really enjoying being in the bed all day and how I yeah. used to not like to do it. And there well, are- I actually know what happened is I thanked you for hanging out with me in the was. bed. Because I just I, because my thought was, man, I know he doesn't really like hanging out in the bed like that, but he's been sitting here with me reading all day, and he seems okay. And so I thanked him, but you were just thinking that you were enjoying it. It's, it's nice. It's yeah. just nice to, to be sometimes, and, and it's so easy to get caught up in the hustle and bustle and, of every day. And I, I am as guilty as anyone who is listening to this show. 
I've just been that person. You feel like you're wasting time when you got to do something. Like we're always hurrying to accomplish yeah. something. There's but, somebody who's listening to this right now judging, going, oh, actually, no, you are wasting time and you should have been doing something. Like why would you stay in bed all day? But something that yeah. I'm learning that I didn't know before is things can be done in the stillness of just being. Yes. And that has been a revelation of mine that I was not aware I was under the assumption that if you are not doing anything, you're not working like towards something, doing, which yes. then means you're not accomplishing anything. So if I'm not doing anything, I can't accomplish anything. But I'm also learning at the same time by just being, being. still and aware, things are still happening. It's not like I am my own time capsule and I'm responsible for right. all things. There's so many things. Different circumstances yes. and experiences that are occurring all around me, regardless if you do something and or not. And you have a different awareness of them. Correct. And yeah. that's, I think that's where I'm, I'm opening myself up to learning is there is power, just like there's power in the, in the release, there's power in stillness. There's so much power in stillness. And I, I, these are all things that I'm, I'm currently learning now. I'm truly in a space of just learning. When we were sitting here, you're preparing for the show. I was like, man, I just want to regurgitate everything that I am learning from the different books I'm reading and movies and shows I'm watching. And you're, and you're taking everything in with a different set of eyes, too. And that's been nice. And, and, and knowing just how much I don't know. I think I, I said that to, well, that, that said to my parents uh, yesterday. I think we were talking about that. I was saying, I was looking at these kids, and you, know, you think you know every damn thing when you come out of college. Yeah. And my mom and dad, you know, had the breakneck <laughs> look, and I was like, I know, I was, I was that yeah, person, guilty. And, but it's, it's nice with with maturation. You yeah, realize you just, you don't know anything, and and you continue to realize that this journey is long. Yes. And to be 22 and to think you have all the answers, you're, it's foolish. It's so foolish. It's foolish to think at 29 I have all the answers. Yeah, it's crazy. But well, I there, don't think you there's some that power. Now, yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of power in stillness. Yeah, I'm really happy that you came to that realization. Like I truly, I'm so excited for you. I say this every day, every week, but I'm so excited for you and what you're about to have in your life. Like just everything that's going to unfold. I think you're going to be very delighted. I definitely yeah. will. And the fact that it's my birthday week. Yes, I'm officially turning thirty this Jenny Saturday. 30. 30 years old, man, how does it feel? And before, if you would have asked me like two, three years ago, oh my gosh, you know, what are you doing at 30? I remember when I was at my, my past job, I said at 30 years old, I have to be making a six-figure salary. Like That's what I told myself. I, funny enough, true story here, I've made $0 this month. And so I told myself what my goal is, is to, to make $100,000 at least a year and to now look in January and zero dollars yeah but i don't have any fear or trepidation that i'm not on the right path and that is just in this continual learning process of understanding that things just unravel for people when the time is right and you just can't fight everything of course you are still proactive and doing your best to go out there and make things happen but not in a way of desperation or validation for who you are and i think the age of 30 is is one of the biggest turning points in life yeah. or accomplishments or ages that everyone recognizes saying at 30 where are you at yeah and for some people at 30 years old you're balling you're doing very well 
But it, for some people, yeah. that's you at 40 or 37 or 62 or 58. It's like, you know, there's right. everyone's path is, is different and unique. And I was in the beginning, uh, a few years ago, I was just very like, oh my gosh, 30 is around the corner. Where am I at? And just adding all the stress. And now that I'm turning 30 here on Saturday, I have absolutely no stress at all. Yeah. I'm embracing the the journey that I'm on. My 20s were great, experienced a lot of amazing things, and I look forward to experiencing more amazing things in the next decade. Mm-hmm. But I, my biggest change between my 20s and my 30s will be instead of trying to force experiences and making things happen, I'm going to embrace and allow things to happen. That's the, the biggest goal of mine for this next de- decade of life. And if we're being 100% honest, if you ask anyone what the difference between 29 and 30 is, it's a day. Yeah. Literally. February yeah. 1st, I'll be 29. February 2nd, I'll be 30. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a difference of a day. Sometimes people may answer a year. Mm-hmm. But really, that, that's, that's the only difference between the two. Um, but each day, you have an opportunity to learn, to grow, experience more life. So I'm, I'm genuinely excited for, for my 30th birthday. It feels good, and it's not... I'm in a space that I never thought I would be at 30 years old, but I'm also at m- the most peace I've ever been in my life. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm more than okay with that. And I support you. And I'm, like I said, I'm really just looking forward to not just this next decade of life, all the decades of life, but I do think, I do think decades come with lessons. And I think the lesson that we both learned in our 20s is to relax. Uh, and if we can learn that this early, I think we're winning. Like that's that's a wonderful thing to figure out. Uh, and we are we're still so young. Like thirty is it's incredibly young. It's incredibly young. I don't know what it is about ages and milestones that we're, we think we have to be a certain way. I remember when I was in dance class, and I was probably like. 12, 13 years old. And by 15, I wanted my arabesque to look a certain way. And arabesque is like when your legs in the back, I, I had great extension, like in the front. I mean, I could do a development like to my head, like same with the side. But in the back, I just, my back kind of wasn't as flexible. So I just struggled with an arabesque. Uh, and my arabesque did improve, but it never got to where I wanted it to be. And I just remember, uh, in the weeks leading up to my 15th birthday being so sad and feeling like it was over. I, I didn't get the arabesque by 15 and I, now I'm too old and I'm never going to get the arabesque. 15. It's crazy. 15. Like you're, you're literally a child. I mean, you're a teenager. You're fine, a child. But you're a child. Like, and I'm thinking 15, that's it. I didn't do it. I'm a failure. What? And so we, but we do this with many different ages. It's not, you know, just, you know, 40 might be an age for some people. Like, okay, well, 30 is not my age, but by 40, I want to be rocking it. Uh, so anyway, whatever your age is, try your very best to release it day by day uh, because you deserve better than to be disappointed <laughs> when you reach a certain age because you didn't do exactly what you thought you were going to do. What you are doing exactly what you're 
You're meant to, to do. do. Yes. You're you you're right you're right where you're supposed to be. Yes. And sometimes that's a, a difficult pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, being at where I'm at, I would have never imagined this is where I would be at 30 years old. But I have no disappointment. I have no judgment because I've I've lived a lot and I've done a lot of things. Uh, but we place a lot of our validation really comes comes with our career and how much money we make. So if we're not yeah, and making society's and, perception and from, of you. exactly yeah. where you're at in life, if you're not Are making a certain amount of money, if you don't have a certain amount of title, a specific title, oh, you aren't as successful or you're more successful. Yeah. It's like we've divine, defined our whole life of our success based on a dollar amount and a title behind our name, which is the least representative of who we are as people, but that has the most power on how we are perceived as people. Yeah. But that goes back to last week when I was talking about, or we were talking about needing validation from other people, right? If your value is based in how other people perceive you, then you're always probably going to feel less than or not adequate or, or like you're not enough. So if you could switch that to, I, I'm valuable simply because I am and I'm, I am enough. And that, that's that. And then you will be far better off. Most definitely. And again, I have to, to reinforce the importance of having a good partner by your side. Again, you know, joy, fully understanding where I'm at and not saying, well, your value is placed on these two things. We got to figure something out. It's very yeah. clear the path and journey I'm on. And obviously, I'm very open and communicate those things to her. Yeah. So we're aware and we can move along this journey together. But it's not in a position of beating you up or judgment. It's, it's free. It's just very, very free. Yeah, I and I like it. Life is about, especially life as a partner. I'm not here to control you. I'm not here for you to help me set up my ideal life, if that makes sense. Like I, I'm here to support you. You're here to support me. And we're here to live our best lives individually together. So however I can help you do that, I'm happy to do so. And I know you would do the same for me. And you are right now. So it's like, why... Why stress if things don't look exactly the way, again, society tells you they're supposed to look? No. I, I, I see very clearly what you're doing, and, and that's enough. So, and that's why I married you, because yeah. she's dope. Shout out to all the, the amazing partners out there. Shout out to all our fellow married folks. Speaking of married folks... Of course, if you're married, we have a Facebook group exclusively designed for married and engaged couples. It's called Married Millennials, the same title as this podcast. So if you are currently engaged or married, you go on Facebook, search Married Millennials. It's a closed group. Answer a few questions. We'll look to make sure you pass the marriage test and approve you, which, I mean, all you have to do is be engaged or married. It's pretty simple. Not a hard test. But yeah, again, shout out to all the amazing partners out there who are just out here supporting each other and, and building a life together it's a fun club to be in it is it's, i mean it's the best i to find we were talking about that when you find your your life partner you there's something in you that is it's not sated but it's you just kind of relax you know when we were talking about the knowing when yes. you know you know but then we were also talking about how you know, people who maybe haven't quite found that person yet want to say, I think I know. Yeah, I know. This is this is it. This is my person. But they don't 
they know that they don't know. Yeah, the, yeah. You and that really is the answer. And I yeah, think it's a very you know frustrating you know. answer. Yes, is you just know. And I'll compare it. Go with me here. I'll compare it to your gut. Your if you if you think about when you have this feeling, this this gut feeling, you don't know necessarily what is driving this feeling, but you feel this intense feeling in your gut, and it's a knowing and understanding that this is what I'm supposed to do. If you've ever been somewhere, good or bad, and you just have that feeling and you act based on that feeling, and ten out of ten times that feeling is correct. That is how it is when you meet someone that you're supposed to be with. You just know. And maybe there's some validation points that come along the way, but innately there's a knowing in your gut that's like, yeah, this is right. And then time goes on, and next thing you know, hey, we're married, we're engaged. You just you just have this feeling. It's, it's, a, it's a comforting feeling. Like I knew for sure when I met Joy, was that seven, 12 years ago, however long that was? Mm-hmm. I just, I was, I knew. I was like, oh yeah, she's mine. And then he it, gave me a hard time, but he knew. Yeah, I did, <laughs> I did give you a hard time yeah. because then I had to deal with what I innately knew, but then also being 18 years old and fighting with who you're supposed to be at 18 and then the identity of a man and your right. ego. There were so many things I had to work through. Well, you, you, your knowing was kind of like a claiming in a way. Like you you uh, declared it. You said, what did you say? She's mine. I was like, she's mine. I, yeah. It was just, but it was, and I he never said that. Yeah. No, I said it to, to the to the right. two gentlemen I was I was with, but that was never me. Like, oh, this possessive, that's and it mine. Did, you didn't even say it like, like back off. She's mine. Like it was just like a. It was a clear understanding. You it was just like, knew there it was. Like I don't. I was eighteen. Right. My higher level thinking was was not was not popping. Right. <laughs> like, I didn't do well on the SATs. Right. So it was like, yeah, when it came from to to that point, I need you not I to did, throw out that you didn't do well on the SC, the STDs. I was about to say that. I, I, I definitely <laughs> didn't do well on those, and I'm glad I didn't do well on those. All the, all the SATs when I, you were hella good in school. I was very good in school, but I wasn't good at the SATs. I'm, right. I'm just saying, you know, people like to. Compare the SATs with you know, your ability to comprehend okay, certain right. parts of okay, life, whatever. Fair. Okay, I understand. The, whatever the value of, of right. SATs and standardized I'm just tests, to keep you honest, maybe. they're a joke. Okay, but no, that's what I'm saying. I wasn't good at it, so right. my higher level thinking at that time wasn't so astute. Where I was like, oh yeah, I have this inclination. I just, I just knew. And here yeah. we are, twelve years later, talking about what I knew right. innately twelve years ago. Right. You just you just know. And I didn't know right away, right away, but I knew pretty soon in. Your gut will tell you. Yeah. And our chemistry was, like, it was crazy. I used to say to Justin, like, don't you feel like we've known each other for a really long time? And he would say no. But but I that was my knowing. There was just, like, an immediate comfort and immediate just rhythm that made sense. And where does, and where does that come from? Exactly. So that's what I'm talking about of when people say like when you know, you know, Mm -hmm. you come to an answer without any facts. There's no, yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing solid to back it up. No, you can't be like, okay, well, here are all the receipts that are the reason why I know you, you just know. That was the other thing we were trying to say. It's hard to really quantify love with like, I love you because we, we were, Yes. We, you, we could say, I, I love you because you're kind. I love you because you're patient. I love you uh, because you look out for me or because you support me. But even 
after all these years, because from time to time, you know how you hit them with the like, why do you even love me? Even though it doesn't sound like that, but it's like, why do you love me? How joy hits me. Yeah. It's beyond, I don't it's ever like, ask that why, question. I don't, well, I mean, I'm very lovable, first of all, so I don't really <laughs> wonder not? that hard. You're very lovable too. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you're very, Justin, I have loved you hard for years. Like, you're very lovable. Continue. So, yes, exactly. So, but you know, you just naturally ask, like, because you wonder, why Why do you love me? And it's not Justin's answers that ever stick with me. It's the answers that I give him. Because when I tell him why I love him, I, I never feel satisfied because it's not enough. It doesn't even really begin to encompass the real why, but the real why doesn't really have words or reason. It's just... It just is. It just is. It is like a gut. It's just a feeling. I, I, I yeah. and I don't. I I love I you, do. and I I show you as a human, as a person. I show you my acts of love through these different things, and I have some validations of that love. Do do things that you do mm. that like okay, that's the love yeah. inside me, and I appreciate that. But it, it's just it's deeper, it, and it is when you can't explain it. Again, you just know, yeah. and, that, and that's that gut feeling, your intuition. It's never wrong. It, yeah. it hasn't been wrong. So when you can look and be like, I love this person, and here are all the reasons, but there's just something more than that, that's it. Yeah. It's the thing. I often know, not always, but I often know when people are going to end up with one another uh, for the long haul, simply because- Most people do. There is no hesitation. If you ask somebody- Hey, is this your person? That they'll say like, yes, like, <laughs> yeah, that's my person. If if you hit me with like, oh, I think so, what? It's not your person. That's not your person. Uh, or they could be, but they just do this thing that I don't really like. Or what? Not your person. It's not your person because you're, you're you could have your person, and your person's not going to be perfect. Justin's not perfect. I am not perfect. We both do things that drive each other insane. Uh, less so now. We're both very calm now. But but back in the day, especially, like we used to drive each other crazy, but it was never like game over because like I don't like this habit of yours and I can't really stand it, so I can't stand you. Like that was never even. But sometimes I do want to rebuttal a little bit of what you said is – Yes, there are times where people may give those answers, but that is their surface level answer. But inside, they know something is real, but they're running from it, so they're scared, so they're giving you surface level answers. But you can detect that too. Okay. You can detect because that. It's not, oh, that. That's real. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I don't want people to think that on the surface, if you hear this answer, that's not your person, because I, I think that's right. a, a lot of bit shallow. A lot of it? Yeah, a lot of bit. <laughs> it, it's deeper than that. Yeah, that's fair. I that's fair. I appreciate actually that clarification. But you can you can tell where it comes from a place of fear or just. But you can also tell when it comes from a place of like for real, know. for real. Yeah, yeah. Like when I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. But I just I just wanted to be. I wanted to clarify that's, that a, a that's little very more. Very fair. Cause, Cause because a, I don't want somebody to go out there and ask somebody like, "Hey, is this your person?" And then the person goes, "Uh," and they're like, "Nope, that's not it." And then they end up married. Two years later, and they're like, Joy was wrong. Yeah, so yeah. That, that was just a, a big sweeping generalization. All right. I, I want to, this to bring is, down a little this bit. This is why you're my person. Yeah, we, we, balance, yeah. we balance each other out. Yeah. It, it works. It works. On a completely unrelated note, there is this new trend that has been circling around for a while. 
Justin's very passionate about what he's about to tell you. So just listen up, everyone. No, it's not that passionate. I'm just presenting an argument. <laughs> I, this is why I say you're passionate about it, because you have brought it up several times. I mean, like, several. So go ahead and get go, say it with your chest. So there's a, there's a new trend going along right now, and it's been popular, I guess, probably for the last year or so. Mm-hmm. But most recently, a video went viral on the internet, and it's men getting lace fronts or hair transplants. Mm-hmm. And these men go from receded hairlines and balding to have the crispy crisps hairlines. Right. And on the internet, there are a lot of people who are going hard in the paint on these men for essentially getting lace fronts and removing their bald head and making it look like they have a full head of hair. And I'm here to say that I'm in full support of all my brothers out there who are getting lace fronts, weaves, wigs, whatever it is. I don't know the appropriate name for it, so I'm going to just call it a lace front because that's what it appears to be. Are they calling it a lace front? I don't don't know what they're calling it. Hair restoration. I don't know, but it's not like Rogaine or surgical dots. Right. It's fake hair being glued. glued on. Glued on, and then it's cut and shaped, and these men are transformed. Honestly, it looks really nice. I am here to say that I'm in support to my fellas who are out here transforming their hair. As a bald man, I have been bald for 10 years now. Fortunately, I have the head and body to rock a bald head. I haven't had any issues with my bald head. Now, there are some friends of mine and some other people I know who if they were to rock a bald head, it might be a little concerning. Mm -hmm. Not just because of what I think. They may feel some type of way. And I don't rock a bald head or have hair it simply is just not there and i'm not attached to my hair so i've been i've been comfortable rocking a bald head for 10 years but for some men your hair is a big part of who you are and you have confidence in your hair and if you have the opportunity to bring back your mojo and your confidence through this treatment i'm not mad at it right. so i just want to know why are all I shouldn't say all, but why a lot of women are going so hard in the paint on these men for getting lace fronts. Right. And the point really being that women often do the same thing. We, I mean, we, I don't know, I won't say I don't know a woman who hasn't had a weave in her lifetime, but... I mean, we've all had some kind of weave extension or even a ponytail. Remember those bun scrunchy things were popular, like with the curls on the side? Like we've all had some kind of form of fake hair in our lives. And I don't really think it's fair to men to uh, to not let them participate if, if they can and if it looks good. Like I, that's the other thing. It looks good. If it looked bad, if it's like, yo, yeah, you should just let that go. Then fine, but these, I mean, it looks... Crisp. I'm telling you, these men are out here with the fresh, out-the-shop lineup fade. It looks really good. And I was just like, man, and the before and after pictures they take of these men, you're transformed. Right, and then it's like, it's not right of women to say like, oh, like you're perpetrating, this isn't who you really are. Again, when you have like an 18-inch, you know, long weave, and your hair comes down to your, you know, middle of your neck... And you're over here calling the man crazy. Yeah, I want to know for for selling fake goods. I, I want to know think why women it's so upsetting. I will say this because I I it's not that weave is obvious, but it's 
it is kind of one of those things like you pretty much know that my hair probably isn't to my butt crack. As a man, I will not always know. I don't always you don't know. don't always know. But most of us figure, like, if, if I see your hair. Most t- women. I think you need yes. to say most women because I don't think most men yeah. know. Right. So, but, but I will say with the men's weaves or lace fronts, whatever we're calling them, you can't, there's, there would be no way to know. So it just would be a surprise. So then is it kind of like, do you need to disclose the information? Like, if it's a first, not a first date, but just. What? So that's a deal. I need to disclose that my it's hair is fake. It's not a deal breaker, but it could be. Like, it could be a little shocking. Just like that Will's uh, Fresh Prince episode where Homegirl's hair came off after the earthquake, and she was like, "What is that?" So, what woman has ever disclosed that she's wearing a wig? Or has a weave right. on any day. So that is ludicrous. Yes, but I think that I'm not saying that it's necessary. I'm just saying that the men's stuff looks a little bit more believable. To be honest, like it. So looks, because it's more believable, I have to disclose that. Well, I mean that you don't have to disclose it, but it would be nice to know. So in case I do see you bald, it's not like oh. <laughs> Wow. Not that it's not wow. a deal breaker. It's not a deal breaker, but it would be nice to know. It, I can't it, even I can't even believe you're saying it, this. I'm saying it's not a deal breaker, but it would be nice to know. I listen, I, I feel in general I, I don't know why people are so weird about fake hair. I I think it's pretty normal. So for women, I think it's cool to be like, oh, this is weave. Like, it, I love when my response or someone's response to like, I really like your hair. Like, oh, thank you. I bought it. Uh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, I, lo- I love that. I love that. I, I, it's, but, it's ludicrous to me that you even gave that yeah. argument that it would be nice to know. Like, I'm sure way down the line, if we end up together and dating, you can buy, hey, I just want to let you know that Totally. Yeah, I'm not saying it's a first date disclosure. It's I'm, not even a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth disclosure. Okay. I mean, listen, I just think at some point it is something you you should tell. I just want to know how many women have come out here and disclosed, oh, yeah, I rock fake hair all the time. I think that's good to know, too, though. I really do. I, I think it's just nice to know in general. It's like if you've never seen anyone without makeup, right? You've been dating for two years. You've never seen a girl without makeup. So you don't really know what her real face looks like. Like, it would be nice to know what her real face looks like. So that's, it's that thing. You, it would be nice to know that, hey, so by the way, this isn't my hair, but I buy it every two weeks. So this is how I'm going to look for a while. Cool. Like, it's not, it's not a big thing, but it is a big thing where it's been three years and then I see you without your lace front one day. <laughs> and you're like, oh! Now like, that, it's that's thing. comedy. Now that, <laughs> but at that point, it becomes pure comedy. You're not running out the door. I feel like no. I would. I do feel like I'd be shook, though. That's what but, I'm saying. Like it's not a deal breaker. It's just be like, bro, you really looking like this? Yes. You've been playing me the whole time, right? That's what I'm saying. Like it's one of those things that it's impossible to be super consistent about. So it would be nice. To know. Also, like it's good when when you have a uh, one of your friends with you, and let's say you have weave in, and they could be like, "Oh, girl, your track showing," and they fix it for you. Like you know, your your stuff could be askew, and your girl knows what the deal is, so she fixes it for you. I'm just saying that teamwork makes the dream work. You should let people know what the deal is. That's all. Nah, my my First men out here no. being my men are out here being played unnecessarily. No, I'm not. I'm not mad. Get your confidence. 
get your confidence. If I, yeah, I was, I, if I, I was struggling, for it. if I was struggling with my hair and was just like, this is an opportunity to like bring my cool back. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. There, there are some people who just have complexes. Yeah. Right, wrong, or indifferent. There's certain parts of their life that really make them feel happy and confident about right. themselves. But also, and I'm not here to snatch that away because your hair is fake. Hair is a way of expression. We just were speaking about the hair is a way you can express yourself. And again, and if you could get a, a, a wavy like a Caesar, <laughs> what's it, what's it, what's a Caesar, low cut Caesar with the deep waves. Yeah, low cut Caesar with the deep waves. Because I got vocals. Uh, if you could get that one week and then get some kind of fade or something another week, then do you. Yeah, and, I, and the way that they do it, it seems like the hair is really long and then they, they shape, shape it, it up. Yeah. So, and I don't know how long each treatment lasts. I'm sure it's probably maybe like it looks once like a, a month. situation. No, I think it's probably a little longer than that. With glue? It's a two week situation. Okay, see, I'm, I'm just not as familiar. Yeah. But if you have it the means, if you got the now means to do it, it I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I'm just here to say that I am in support of all my brothers who are getting a cool back through these hair transportation, these hair transportations, through these <laughs> hair transformations. I'm here, I'm here for you, and I don't think we should be knocking our brothers for, for doing it because it, it's, it's not, it's not yeah. that serious. I'm in support, but I'm also in support of like coming clean when the time comes. What, what I think we disagree on when that time frame is. All right. But I think men and women should, should you know, participate. Live your best. You should let people know who the real you is. Be like, listen, this is an expression of myself, but here's the real me, just so you're aware. Okay. I, I, I can I can give you that. Yeah. But there's just a lot of, too much shade is going out there, and I'm here to clear the shade. All right. Live your best. That. However you, you Cut feel, down the tree. However you feel that you have to live your best, live your best. I'm not mad at you. I'm with you. I support you. So to all my brothers with fake hair, rock on. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you are loving what you are hearing, please leave us a review and share with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com. You will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you.